1: Talent to make this shit up.
0: Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev.
1: 50 episodes deep. 50 episodes. You can't make this up. Podcast Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. What's up, brother? Oh, man. I can't call it. Can't believe we already have 50 episodes. 50 episodes. Up on 52 very soon. That's
2: crazy. Crazy. crazy, extremely crazy. Knocking on
1: man. that one year mark, man. Congratulations to you, brother. Absolutely, same to you, man. It's called dedication. Yeah, man. To the alarm clock. Yeah, <laughs>
2: commitment to the to the podcast Sundays.
1: Absolutely, man. Because uh, you know, like you said, we record these on Sundays. Yeah, and, uh, a hectic schedule. You yeah. know, what I'm saying you got the whole family. Yeah, work. The five DJing, five piece. Yeah, you train deep out here with the family. I have to work. I got stuff going on with the station, everything like that. But it takes uh takes time, effort, and basically get into a good routine yeah. to know all right, all right, this is podcast Sunday, get my ass up. Let's yeah. do this pod, let's chop it up, let's get the people what they want.
2: Yeah, it's the one it's the it's the hour I get a week, man, to really just sit back and just really be yourself. You yeah. know, you can really express how you feel not to worry about who might take this the wrong way or who might not want to hear this because it's your shit Absolutely, so, <laughs> absolutely. so you get to really just have that hour to
1: do you do so us i love it kick it man i mean you know i find myself detaching from social media more and more yeah. now that a pie grows because i think why well, express it on facebook exactly or twitter or the gram for free, hashtag save it for the, pie.
2: Like <laughs> save that's, it for that's the pod. Like, that's what we do all week when we text each other. It's like, I might send you something, you might send me something. And it's like, mental note, yeah, <laughs> save it for the pod.
1: This is our outlet for yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say, like, well, you know, say you on the radio, kid, why don't you just say your opinion on radio? Well, uh, I can do that, but you know, behind the curtain, a little bit with radio, man, there's certain. Day parts that allow you to really just wild out. Yeah. Uh, a morning show, because you know, back in the days they used to have shows called The Morning Zoo, and that's the purpose of a morning show, yeah. to be wild and zany. Get your blood flowing for yeah, the day. as you on your way to work. And a night show, which has a, a slightly demo, slightly different demographic, skews a little bit younger, so you're able to do a lot more of those social media things. My day part is for the grown people. Yeah. For grown people at work. Yeah. And to kind of get that escape and do a little bit of interaction, like, hey, we're going to bring you lunch to your work office. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to play some of your favorite throwbacks to help you push through your work day. Yeah. So some of those, quote unquote, political things that I personally feel, you know what I'm saying, aren't suited for the radio exactly. in that light. So the pod allows me to really give the full exactly Oof.
2: yeah of what you feel about that topic yeah
1: yeah. I, f- I, 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 t- I do my slight jabs oh yeah you know what I'm saying people that know me they know what I'm talking about when, I, when I'm doing my slight jabs and more and more people hear me on the air and I interact with the community they know like oh oh he played President is black Yeah Convenient, he played that On the day that The president did Something stupid Yeah mm-hmm. I do my slight jazz. Exactly, you know what I'm exactly. Yeah I definitely Turn on the radio
2: At noon at work Like ooh Okay <laughs> Nice one Kev I appreciate that one <laughs> Yeah man <laughs>
1: And one of my Favorite features Is the noon throwback Because you know what I'm saying I love hip hop Like I love music I love hip hop But you know We were talking with DeMarco last week uh, About A certain age That you were And that's always going to be your pocket about what you love because you grew up on it. And this when you was going to the club heavy and, you know what I'm saying, you and your boys listen to this. You you remember when this song came out, you know exactly what you were doing. So I love giving people that feeling. Yeah, You know, I love when the lines blow up to say, oh, let me hear some cue. Let me hear today was a good day. Or let me hear uh, deep cover. Let me hear some ludicrous. Oh, man, I was at Cream when that came on. Oh, man. When Foundry used to jump, man, they used to play that Ross uh, hustling. <laughs> yep. So I love giving people that feeling, man. So our library for the noon throwback uh, started at a hundred songs. Wow! Uh, it has grown to over six hundred songs. Wow! And uh, our consultant, he comes uh, every quarter. So this last quarter he came and uh, looked at our music. Is like, whoa! Why are there so many songs in the noon throwback categories? Like, what well, are all requests? It's like all these songs are requested and uh it's like I was like yeah man and it's like okay I was I knew this was going to happen but uh as you guys see this is the second highest rated day part on the station we're going to grow this category if you are cool with it me being of <laughs> right. course I'm like oh we're going to make this bigger yeah I can put more in here yeah, yeah so the the category's grown from 20 minutes to about 26 minutes so extra as you know as a yeah. DJ extra Six they, minutes that's is a, a lifetime a,
2: Oh man, you can get lost to the chest in six minutes as a DJ You can definitely run through some songs if you really want to Yeah, You know, you can chop it up and make it, you know, where the lyrical content is moving you Moving the, the time or you can blend a couple more songs or not have to rush through another You can let verse two ride on this particular song because yeah. you got a little extra time So yeah Six
1: minutes, six minutes, Ooh. six minutes, killer kev y'all. <laughs> yeah, man. Talk <laughs> about that though, man. When uh, you talked about on the biggie uh mixes you did for the station, you know, what I'm saying you did 40 joints in 25 minutes. Yeah. How difficult is that for a DJ to run through that many songs?
2: I thought it wasn't gonna be that bad, cause when women when this when this presented to you, just like oh, that's just a, that's just a drunk night in club cream or in foundry. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like I can get through that. But then when you're really trying to make it make sense for a live audience that's going to be anywhere and everywhere in the greater Dayton area, you start having to like, well, this don't make sense or I don't like how that went and put some thought into it. So it took me about, I'd say... It Took me about three or four days to come come up with a list of songs that I could run through and make it make sense.
1: Yeah, man, we got a surprise guest in the building, man. Yeah, We're man. not surprise. I'm gonna keep it real. I was texting him all week to come up on the pod.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had the opportunity to to work a few events where he has a uh, tore the stage down. Um, one one of Dayton's best man and uh, moving the ball forward uh,
1: nationwide. Mister uh, Mark Gregory.
0: Hey, greetings. What's greetings. up, sir?
1: What's we- going on? I'm
0: good, man. How y'all? Uh? Chilling,
1: man. Chilling, man. You just, you just gotta come dressed. Gotta come dressed to impress. Oh, it's well, Sunday,
0: bro. Well, here's the thing, man. <laughs> I, I had higher expectations out of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known that, man. I'd have just, you know.
1: You ever heard the phrase "lazy Sunday." <laughs> nah, I, I had man. You know what? I just
0: was like, I, well, let me be 100 with you. Uh, I wore this Friday for like. <laughs> For like thirty minutes, and then I was like, "The rule still applies. I can wear it again, so yeah. I ain't had to iron it." You
1: know. Yeah. Oh man! So I uh, tell people your history, man. Uh, we know mm-hmm. that you're from Dayton, Ohio. You ran track. I ran track. You went track. down to the SEC with the uh, well, Ole Miss, right? Yes. Uh, oh, the Rebels.
0: Yeah, yeah. What well, they the Black Bears now? Uh.
1: <laughs> how does one come? You went to a high school in the city, uh, Colonel White. Colonel, how does one go from Colonel White? down to the SEC to run track.
0: Man, you know what? Track and field is one of those things where the the sport is really concrete. Whereas, you know, football... Like um, you bombing it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I'm like, they got ices in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know what? With football and basketball, man, you know a kid can score 40 points in basketball but really not be a good player. You know, mm-hmm. same thing with football. Rush for 20 yards a game, but, you know. But track and field is one of those things if you run... 46 seconds in the 400, you're going to be one of the top 400-meter runners. So it really doesn't matter where you are. Coaches can just pull up, you know, times. Uh, and Ohio really is one of the top states in track and field, high school track and field, you know. Um, and for me, man, uh, you know, growing up in Ohio, what is, it's, uh, what's this, March 18th now, and it's, what, 30 degrees outside? <laughs> right. So I really just got tired of running in the cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> I said, listen,
2: I'm going south. I'm
0: going somewhere and uh
2: But well, that's not all the way true cuz I've seen some videos of you down Salem. Ah, okay. And uh <laughs> running a still running a good four six probably 4'5". Yeah. 5. Hilar-
0: <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's that's comedy. That's yeah, different. It's comedy related. I can endure some cold for a joke. But right. yeah. <laughs> so that was it, man. And and you know I just felt like I wanted to be in the most competitive conference in track mm-hmm. and field, which was the SEC and uh and that's what I got. I, <laughs> How did that work out for man, you? Man, when I went down there, Tyson Gay was in the okay. SEC, Karan Clement, Olympics. the indoor 400 meter record holder. It was competitive, man, but I had a ball, though. I really did.
1: Yeah. How did it work out? Like, you know what I'm saying? When you was down there running against those guys, how'd you fare?
0: Oh, uh, see, that, y'all
1: want me to brag, but I don't want to <laughs> do it. But since you ask, um,
0: I was a two time All American, four time All SEC. And um, and now I'm on our record-setting indoor football four team. So we uh, placed the NCAA championships twice, and we broke the school record. So yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's yeah, big. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's pretty good.
1: The football team wasn't so hot when you was there at all.
0: Well, <laughs> my m- let me see. My junior year they were good. That was a uh, Eli Manning senior year. Okay, so they went to uh, let me see. They they beat Oklahoma State in the Cotton Bowl. So I wanted Cotton s- Bowl. So yeah, they they were right. Uh, <laughs> fitting Mississippi <laughs> playing the Cotton <laughs> Bowl. Um, but yeah, yeah. So they were good then, and after that, they was terrible. And uh, yeah, so they kind of, you know, had a couple. They trying to here. get you
1: to come out for of the football, and so I wouldn't SP. have. I
0: wouldn't have, man. <laughs> nah, man, them dudes was way too big, man. Nah, I wouldn't have. Man. Uh, <laughs> I would have got some of that money though. I'm gonna be honest with you, because football track, you ain't get no money. You just and, got-
1: like how do track athletes, professional track athletes, get paid?
0: Man, they get paid through Nike and performance uh, fees, you know, so basically really depending on where you at, like Nike will put you on like the lowest of the totem pole of people that are with Nike or just getting apparel, you Mm -hmm. know, so you just get shoes, warm up gear, all of of that stuff. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have some people that are getting like a million dollars per year and then they cover their travel and things of that nature. So it really just depends. It's a broad spectrum, though. Okay. And then, you know, money for appearing at the meet and, or placing at the meet. It just really just depends, though.
2: So Ooh. when so when, when, when did Mark Gregory fall in love with comedy? That's what I want to know. Man,
0: you know what? For me, I have been silly my whole life, man. But honestly, dude, I, re, I, I wasn't thinking about comedy, man. I was trying to make it to the Olympics, right? Yeah. And then one of my boys went to high school uh, named Dion Lack. He's from Dayton, too. And uh, he moved out to L.A. in 2001, a year after we graduated high school. And he would always be telling me, like, yo, you could do it. Um, just give it a try. And then when I was done with track and field, man, I was like, what do I do now? So I was just working on my degree. And um, and I really felt God started telling me to start writing, you know, because I kind of had, had uh, some experience that was just, like, hilariously funny. And I was like, all right. So I wrote for, like, a month, put a show together on campus, and the rest has been history. But honestly, man, my first two to three years – I was really just flirting with comedy. You know what I mean? It was one of those situations where I'm doing it, but I really didn't know... What I can get from it And I think 2009 Is really when I fell in love With it. it Is when I really Committed myself to it Because prior to that If I had a show I would probably like Prepare a week out But it was just like Oh okay cool And I would do good But I can get through it Yeah
2: I can get, it, through, it. Yeah, yeah. I can get <laughs> through it
0: You know And uh, But I really wasn't Fully committed to it And then 2009 Was when I really Just kind of like Was ten toes deep With comedy
2: Yeah what was Was it like coming up in that lane with the last name Gregory. Like, how is that? I know you've heard that probably a thousand nah, trillion it's cool. times. But. Uh,
0: man, you know what? Honestly, man, I really didn't, like, I didn't wear, like, a badge of honor. You know, I really didn't tell anybody. Um, and at the time, I think I had one joke, and I would rarely tell it. But then people was like, dude, every time you get on stage, you need to tell that joke. So early on, it was just kind of like nobody really knew because I didn't say anything about yeah, yeah, it, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, I
2: I asked that because I'm friends with the Rock family, with uh-huh. Tone. Uh, I met him right. all. His moms fed me, and I know I see him get asked that what's it like to come up under Chris and mm-hmm. all that. And I know having a famous family member yeah. in the same lane, you people always feel like you mm-hmm. you know coattailing or whatever. And I know I know you put in your work because mm-hmm. I know you sold out the Victoria Theater. What yeah. was it? One mic, two one, one man, two worlds. One, one yeah. man, two worlds. And I know yeah. you sold that out. And what was it like to sell out your hometown like that?
0: Man, you know what, dude? It was uh. It was, it was love, man. It really was. But I think what I did up until that point, though, you know, Dayton, and, and I've talked to Kev about this before, like, you know, Dayton is one of those markets where you really, like, have to earn your stripes. You know, yeah. they don't, they really don't give you anything. Yep. So prior, before that, you know, I had been doing LOL Thursday for three days, mm-hmm. and I had did shows prior to that at, like, smaller venues, and I just felt like, okay, now it's time to, it's Victoria or else, you know. But it, it felt good, man. It really, really, really did. It was like... You know, it was one of those moments where um, I was able to enjoy it. You know, that was the dope part about it. I had a lot of my partners that, you know, did comedy. We tripped out in the green room for like an hour before (laughs) the show. So I really was able to enjoy it. But I don't don't think like it hit me until the next day. And then I was looking at pictures like, man, because, I mean, you know, to be honest with you, you know, then really wasn't to me. You know, like now, metaphorically speaking, it has their show there. But in 2014, it really wasn't. Being utilized like that, you know, right. so it, it felt good for real, man. And I love that venue, though. Yeah, but you're right, though, with Tony, man. Um, I I feel like it was the same thing because I know early on he really wasn't like going by Chris Rock's brother, right? right. You know? And I think. Right it's kind of hard for him though yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 uh but you know I, honestly man i feel like if you funny it's not no, it's not as much pressure it's only pressure yeah. if you like hey i'm uh so-and-so's uh, young brother yeah, and it's like but you're not funny <laughs> exactly. like okay uh richard Pryor has a son who's from columbus his name is mason Pryor, and he's in la and i remember we kind of started off together and Mason was taking grenades to the abdomen, man. <laughs> really? he was, oh, he was bombing bad. And I don't think now is he hilarious. No, I mean I think he probably is like decent, you right. know. But that's kind of so. I, my personal belief is some people snatch all of the talent out of the next five generations, like Jordan. I, I believe yeah, it. Yeah, like it's yeah. You know, Walter yeah.
1: Payton had a brother too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. 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 Walter Payton's son was decent though. You know, he played <laughs> right. in Miami. Yeah. He right. got drafted just on some. We got you. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll hold you down. Yeah, we'll hold you down. We we'll, we'll, we'll keep you and then after training camp, we can not <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, We'll was, let you what, get the summer off. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you get the
2: summer off. Man, how um how dope is it to really cuz I know in comedy everybody, I know I still feel like I can give me a give me 2 hours in the paper. I can do 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I but hanging around comedians and being friends with them, I know it's a lot more to it. What's it like really Commit yourself to the traveling, to the to the the time you spend on on making thirty minutes or mm-hmm. making forty five minutes. Man, you know what I it, it, I feel like it's muscle
0: memory at this point, but I think the biggest thing is 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 really discipline. You know, um, because it's a lot that goes with it. One of the things that my uncle talks about, and I try to you know do better at it, is he says, you know, you make your money with your mind, so you have to rest your mind. You know, so it's times when. You know, you want to stay up late, stuff on TV, mm-hmm. um, making sure you eat right. There's so many different factors to it, you know. So it, it it definitely is difficult because me, you know, I don't have a nine to five. Comedy is my job. So I do have to make sure that I stay disciplined, you know, read the newspaper, find out what's going on, right. um, and then stay topical. Make sure I'm keeping up with current events, write material about that, polish up some new material, eat right. Um and then book my travel, you know. So it really is like a lot because, yeah. uh, I mean, it's been times when I'm like, okay, cool, I got a show in New York. Let me get my ticket, and then the money's in my account, you know. And then I look today, and then I don't book it. Then a week later, it's, it's $150 more, you right, know. So right. it's just it's a lot that goes with it. Sometimes it's not anything major. It could just be like a lot of small components. If not taken care of, it could be, you know. It add up. Yeah, it could add up. So, I mean, I definitely love my job, man. I really do. Uh, it's just discipline, you know. And I think just like with DJing or you just being on the radio, it, I, the biggest thing is really just being disciplined. And I think that's the difference between comedians that we know who, like, yeah, he's funny, but they're not working, right. you know. Right. um, right. Because you still got to go to audition. It's a lot of stuff that you have to do. Whereas what some people just think like, oh, man, you just get up there and be funny. When it's oh, like, nah, it's a, <laughs> right. it's a lot to it, man. To take a complex, to take this issue, let's just say like Trump, right? So I work a lot of the mainstream clubs. As a black comedian, as soon as you hear, I mean, as soon as most of these people hear Trump, they think you about to bash them, things of that nature. Right. But to take something like the issue of Trump who's taboo but yet still kind of praised as well as people want, don't want to admit that they made a mistake with voting this guy in. So everything that comes with that. So to take a, a complex issue like that and then make it funny, with, which when you brought it up, people are against you. I mean, that it, it takes some yeah. type of skill talent it's cerebral you know it's mm. a lot to of lock in the room yeah, like a lock in the room it's, it's multi-layered you yeah. know because you could tell like as soon as you all right let's talk about this you got people <laughs> that, that fold their arms you can feel the energy in the room it gets tense
1: does that a lot <laughs> yeah like his whole thing like when he comes to town and i talk to him about this all the time like yeah my goal is to make people feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know the people that feel uncomfortable that person's uncomfortable but everybody else is having yeah. a ball so if i see that one person that's i'm mm-hmm. touching on the topic that they're not feeling oh i'm I'm gonna keep going yeah and like i've seen him have people get up and walk out the room and yeah. he's like man that's that's joy to me and i'm just like <laughs> that's like a whole totally different realm of thought for me it's funny as hell to me <laughs> right? yeah, 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 <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. and that's what he says he says like yo it's funny to you it's funny to the next person and it's funny to me <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you, you know what man I, I i think um i mean i'll be honest with you i do like making people uncomfortable like i like looking in your eyes and knowing that you're uncomfortable <laughs> i <laughs>
2: saw it on <at> new year's <laughs> <laughs> the, oh. the new Year's said that i get the dj every oh, the, year Two year's eve yeah mark was the headliner man and this this chick nice nice tits <laughs> uh but she got up in the middle of the sh- show and walked off and uh, it Good, good, good. Five minutes worth. Oh, easy. Yeah, she. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. I mean, but those those things for me, that has a has a fan watching those things for me in comedy shows. It's like my wife went to the restroom and she won't come back because <laughs> she's been to a thousand comedy shows with yeah. me because of the friends that I've had made over the years. You know, people like that that get up. I think some people either want that attention. Yeah, and I think she wanted. It. Yeah. So and I,
0: and I <laughs> yeah, gave it to her. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> gotta get the people what they want. Yeah. Uh, gotta get the people what they want. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know what? I I think comedy in, in in it's at its core is intended, you know, to to make people offended to an extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because. If I just get up and tell jokes and no, and everybody's kind of just comfortable and no feathers
2: are ruffled, you kind of playing it safe, man. Right? You know, you can't do a set full of knock knock jokes. Yeah, and, nah, and you, not you and can't. not ruffle
1: some feathers yeah. to
2: create more comedy. Really? Right.
1: How do you know when it's the right time to work on material? Like, do you know, like, all right, I'm playing the Columbus Funny Bone. I've mm-hmm. been there twice in the uh, last two months. I'm trying all new stuff. Or do you? How do you plan that out? Or do you? Do you just
0: play by ear? Nah, I, I, for me, I'm always working on something, you know. So it's it's like I have my material that I know is going to work, but at the same time over here, I'm still working on new material. So like uh, like Kev talked about, um, 2014 was my last special. So right now I'm kind of like working on or just kind of processing some ideas for the next special. And I think the next one I want to do is entitled um, uh, Dennett Can't... <clears throat> excuse me, Dennett Cans, just basically talking about at the age group that we are now, you know, we are in our mid-30s, you know, mm-hmm. so some of us at this point have been married, divorced, kids, you know, ladies or single mothers at that point, you know, and uh, you're not as hot as you used to be, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? <laughs> right. and, and that's the whole concept of a dent can, you know, like a, a can that's Perfect, you know, it could sell for two dollars, but a den it can nah, it's a dollar thirty now because right. nobody wants that can, you know. <laughs> and and that's where we at now, man. You meet chicks, they got uh, they missing a side tooth, titty sagging, <laughs> men got beer bellies, you know. Or even me, I got two kids, and some people may not want that. And I yeah. think even as a country, we are a dent can, you know. Yeah. Um, you know where so just coming from that perspective, that like yo, how do you navigate through life with
2: flaws now? So. Yeah. So that'd what's the, what's the summer of 2017 looking like for Mark?
0: Oh uh, man, t- summer 2017 is gonna be dope. Um, I'm going to Germany in June doing a USO tour for the troops. Oh, so that would love that's, that's, you. told me about this. That's, yeah, that's one yeah, thing. Bob I've been, Hope on. Yeah, yeah, getting the Bob Hope. Yeah. First we we're supposed to do the first week in March and then no first week in February. Then I was like, yeah, it's still gonna be cold in Germany. So then was <laughs> like, we can do February or June. I was like, dude, I'm not in any rush. Let's do June so I can enjoy it. So that. Um, and just doing some more tour dates with my uncle, tearing yeah. the clubs up, right? Yeah, but but the, the USO tour will be the biggest part of of
2: the summer. That's but. dope. I, um, I was in the military, and I've always had that daydream of like going, you know, doing parties for the <clears> USO for the troops. Because I know on the other side of that, when you spending five months in Iraq and it's 120 every day, and you you just ready to come home, and then you know Carrie Underwood show up, you don't care who showed up, you just ready to go and and. and spend your energy somewhere else yeah so those really mean a lot to the truth yeah yeah
0: yeah they do and yeah and and you exactly right man that's one of those situations where it's like look we don't care who it's a dude juggling okay cool we gonna go watch (laughs) the old boy juggle because man listen I made major props to people. That was, I was going to be in the military, but yeah. track and field worked out. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And I'm glad I did because I graduated in 2000 and then planes
2: came buzzing in 01. Yeah. <laughs> and I
0: know my little tail would have been right in Afghanistan. <laughs>
2: that happened in the, I joined March of 01. Oh, and I got to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, August 24th of 01. Okay. So I was three weeks into being a new guy and okay. September 11th happened. Wow.
0: What, did you get deployed over there? I
2: did. I went to Iraq in 03. 03 the beginning of the war february 03 till october 03 man i'm glad you made it back with all your limbs yeah man. i got fatter but i'm here okay hey listen, <laughs> I hear that, man.
0: but yeah uh, and it's kind of like that um i did uh what, what did i do this past year i did um uh pickaway prison okay right outside of columbus and those guys are like that too man where it's it's a medium um uh, medium security prison and uh Dude, they like, man, listen, thank you for coming. But let me tell you what's funny though. You know Will Henry, right? Yeah, yeah. So you mm-hmm. know I'm working on this comedy documentary and just as much as I like making people uncomfortable, I like watching people be uncomfortable. <laughs> so he's recording the comedy documentary with me. I like watching people get scared when we go to the prison. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. He was like, "Hey man, uh so what's it going to be like, man?" And I was like, "So what's <laughs> going to happen is we're going to go through processing." We gonna walk through the yard And he was like Are the inmates gonna be out? I'm like yeah they out He was like man yeah. <laughs> so, so cool So we go through processing I take one of my boys He's a comedian Dusty Lewis Shout out to Dusty Lewis And he been to jail before okay. And I I haven't been as an inmate I've just been as a comedian So at this point I'm comfortable Plus like just the sheer ratio is one guard to like thousands of inmates If yeah. they wanna do something to you You dead So right. it's pointless to be scared but uh but will this is his first time. So we going through the yard, cool. So then we hit this corner and as soon as we hit the corner, that's where the gymnasium is that we performing. No lie, two hundred and fifty inmates. Like it's like bang a right, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Criminals. <laughs> hey listen, man. So I'm walking ahead and Will is in the back, man. We turned around like, you know, how you just like looking scared. Like, as long as I don't make eye contact, I'm not dead, (laughs) man. He was horrified and it was so, 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 so funny, man. It was hilarious, but it was fun though. It was legitimately fun. One dude was in the front row. He wasn't laughing just like old girl. I (laughs) gave this dude five minutes. He was in a wheelchair though. But I saw him coming in And you know how people in wheelchairs Like they ain't for real handicapped So they be scooting with their legs uh-huh. And I was like dude Ain't nothing wrong with you You just trying to get a medical leave So you can go home <laughs> So I'm flaming him I just kept joking back and forth with him. So I was like hey man Anyway man what's your name He tell me I said how much time you got He said 125 years So I told the other inmates Man why y'all let me crack on dude <laughs> And he has nothing to lose at all right. 125
2: years Bruh Terrible <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's comedy goodness, right there. Yeah. You can't make it up, man. No, right life off. is
1: life is real, man. <laughs> life is so yeah. real. Now, how about this? What's the biggest difference between, you know, you got friends that roast? Do that? your friends roast with you? I mean, you're a professional comedian. Uh, yeah, like nah. this is what you do.
0: I do. Um, my one of my boys, man, this is one of my best friends. His name is Chris Clark. I met Chris.
2: Play tennis at Dunbar, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. played tennis at okay. Dunbar. I travel, so. Okay. <laughs> for Hilarious a small
0: world. Got you. So you can't be a thug if you got tennis. <laughs> right. <on you. laughs> Don't
2: let right. killer kid fool you. <laughs> right. <I'm just. laughs> right. Uh, so
0: I've been knowing Chris, man, since like 87. So he knows everything about me. When Chris and I get around each other, you wouldn't think that we friends because we go for blood. And, uh, and one day he said something that was so funny, man. So I'm joking on my uh, my other dude, Terrence, and I'm killing him. And Chris leaned over and was like, hey man. No, he turned to Terrence. He was like, you know what, man? No matter what he said about us, at least we had our dad. Yo. <laughs> I was like, I take that. <laughs> Hilarious though. Nah, so I'm not exit. I mean, I'm gonna win the battle, but right. yeah, I'm I'm definitely not exit, man. That's
2: one thing I love about just comedy is seeing professional. Comedians mm-hmm. in that element, like where they just let go of the material and they just work in a topic that presented it to them. I think that's where you get some of the best Dude, comedy because it, it's, it's 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 just like you're roasting. You just yeah. in the car, high, mm-hmm. having a good time. You know? Yeah, and and, <laughs> and
0: I think man, that's one of the things that black people. I feel like we we we've been roasting our whole life. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's one of the things we grew up. Doing that, playing the dozens, cracking jokes—whatever you want to call it—yeah, it. yeah, we we've been doing that. Right. And uh, but the difference is, you know, it's no pressure in the car. But once you get on that stage, because right. it's always that one dude who be like, and and this is how people do it, man. They they try to play it off like they're like, man, you know, people be saying that uh, I, I need to do comedy, but I don't tell <laughs> jokes. I just talk about real life. Then they try to slide in a joke on you yeah. to see if you gonna say it's funny. Like, yeah, man, I, my wife, she don't be wearing socks to work. I told. You gonna have moist feet. <laughs> you, you ain't think that sweaty, right? <laughs> but nah, that ain't no joke. That's just real life. You <laughs> be like, "You done, bro?" <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, what's the biggest difference between the Instagram comedians? That's how people are known a lot today. Mm-hmm. Versus stand-up comedians, you're on that stage. The eyes are on you. Like, how do you feel about that whole situation?
0: man you know what I feel like man it's 2017 man you know get known or blow up however excuse me however you can but I think the thing is that that people don't realize is that you know fans compartmentalize their support you know so it's like you could do videos on Instagram and be funny but that doesn't necessarily translate to a fraction of those people coming out to support you you know what I yeah, mean right. because it's like Yeah, we know you funny on Instagram, but you have yet to prove yourself on a comedy stage. Some people have made the transition successfully from, you know, Instagram star to uh, killing it on stage. But honestly... There are very few people that I know that are beast on both. Like most comics, we just artists at our core. You mm-hmm. understand? what um, So we don't have the time to edit and make four to five videos per day versus you had the people that constantly put out content. They got a lot of videos and they funny on here, but they not monsters on stage. Now, again, there are some because I saw D.C. Young Fly live and he was funny, you know. Um, but honestly, I can't think of too many other people. Not saying there's not, but I really can't think of too many people. This
1: you were at that show when? Uh, yeah, when they came. Okay, so, <laughs> so you were there and I was not. What happened with the OG Paul Mooney? Oh no 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 no! My
0: fault. No, this was I. I was at the. Um, the uh the one with, he came twice
2: to the Yeah, city, he came I think. twice. He, oh, okay, okay. The, 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 with the, the, the wild and, and out tour. Yeah. Yeah. States, okay. yeah, I yeah.
0: was there. Okay. But no, with Paul Mooney, though, um, so he and my uncle do a lot of dates together, mm-hmm. man. So my uncle, you know, I've had conversations with him. You know, Paul Mooney has dementia. Okay. And it's at that point where it's like, dude, stop sending him out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's really where they at with it. Because one uh weekend last it was December of 2015 15 I was at Uptown Comedy Club so they were in the green room in between shows and Paul Mooney was like are we gonna is the show gonna start Has w- when are we gonna start the show oh. he had already did a show and just didn't know you know yeah. um, so it's one of them situations where yeah. it's just like
2: he, he don't need to be on front center yeah no you know it's
0: like Muhammad Ali's last few fights right. you hate to see it you know but it's like you remember when uh, what's my man from Eastern Pennsylvania was fighting him uh nah- yeah, not Larry Holmes I think that's who it was And Holmes was like Man, I felt bad About this beating hero. this old dude And either way it go I can't If I beat him Then if I lose to him So yeah, it's kind of like We don't want to see Paul Mooney Going out
1: there like yeah. that so they, <laughs> they pushing the man out there To cut the check Some people Dude, somebody getting that bread or, Yeah, they're uh, like
0: Don't worry about it Just uh, this is going to be Your last one
2: but you've been saying that the past two
0: years. Right. Well, all right, go. You've got a flight <laughs> now. <All right. laughs>
1: That's terrible. Yeah, Terrible. Terrible business, man. How can people stay in contact with you, man? Man. Book some shows.
0: Uh, book some shows, uh, comicmarkgreg.com, or uh, they can shoot me an email, man. Uh, com- hold on. What is my email? Comicmarkgreg at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> and you got them shirts, too, man.
0: Yeah, I do the not. That merch? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Got the not broke just in between blessing shirts. (laughs) And uh, yeah, they can get those on my website too.
1: Very dope, 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 very dope, dope. man. Another episode, Killer. Man, can't believe it. just be rolling, bro.
2: We rolling, yeah. We appreciate you coming through. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you.
0: Brother, I got up early. We need to talk about something else. Uh, right?
1: what's up? <laughs> what you got? Hey. You got some questions for us? We do all the questions.
0: What's up? I'm like, man, I could have called in for 15 minutes. <laughs> I done put my wave cap on and everything. I was like, I'm about to be cute. I think it was going to be here for an hour. Shoot. Uh, I had to. I could have left my kids at home for 20 minutes. I could have been a bad parent. I was like, uh... <laughs> oh, Listen, I'm rushing, trying to get up, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well I do okay well I do want to ask you what's the favorite your favorite place you've been so far with comedy uh favorite place <laughs> I love Seattle man
0: yeah Seattle Washington is beautiful man. yeah Seattle's beautiful they got beautiful women it's so many different races there oh you know I was in Montreal last week. I feel like Montreal kind of <laughs> <wanna> come up. <laughs> yes, Montreal probably beat Seattle. Yeah. It's amazing just to see black people speaking French, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Right. And was, man, listen, they got some beautiful women there. So many different races. On the flip side, though, it really did make me wish that I was – paid attention in french class <laughs> right because like the way that we feel about people speaking spanish here that's kind of how they feel about you speaking english they like yeah uh you sweet I'm a <laughs> okay so you do not speak french <laughs> <laughs> like bro I ain't from, but look, that let me know how ignorant Americans are because yeah. i was up there like hey fam ho 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 hey g my guy hey hey man listen don't don't speak that stuff dog
2: i know i'm here english <laughs> <laughs>
0: English, <laughs> right? Yeah, we super arrogant. I know.
2: I know. When I was in the military, I got to go to Tacoma, Washington, which mm-hmm. is was about a half hour from Seattle. I spent like a summer there, and we would go to. It was called Pioneer Square. I don't know what it's called now, but it was mm-hmm. called Pioneer Square. It was clubs, kind of like an Oregon here. Where you mm-hmm. could just, you could bar hop, spend twenty dollars, and just go any of the ten locations. And like you said I Mm -hmm. didn't know Seattle It rains you know 80% of the year And it's still It's some beautiful people
0: In Seattle Listen (laughs) Then you got the women That come down from British Columbia Mm -hmm. And like Canadian women Love like real Authentic black dudes You know what I mean? First off, they love our culture, but okay. they love like real, like BT yeah. <laughs> MTV black dudes what they see on TV. Like right. they pinch you and
1: be like, oh yeah, he's, he's just, official. It's real Negro. <laughs> oh, I know what I wanted to ask you, man. So, you know, obviously you live in Dayton, Ohio, so you do tons and tons of traveling for work. What's the next step to make it official, to hit that? that Chris Rock, that Kevin Hart level. What's the next step? What is, was the next step for you for that?
0: Well, you know, I've been, uh, <clears throat> checking out different websites to find out who I want to sell my soul to, you know, cause you can't, <laughs> you can't just wear the dress for anybody, you know? So, uh, that's what I've been looking at. Now I'm playing, uh, I'm gonna move to New York within the next year, dude. Okay. Yeah. I'm out of here, man. Yeah. Cause I mean, I hit a glass ceiling years ago. Um, but you know, it's still kind of like for me. I, I love dating. The cost of living is inexpensive. Yes, sir. Dating is tolerable for me because I'm on the road. But at the same time, though, I I've been funny. I just need to be funny in front of the right people. You know. So that's my next goal.
2: What um what makes comedians choose New York over L.A.? I know they're both you know yeah. kind of like meccas. You know.
0: <laughs> you know, I I I think for for some people, you know, I think it really just depends. If you if you primarily want to like act L. A is the place for you um if you want to be a better comedian new york is going to be the place for you because new york is going to sharpen you and you'll be better as an artist so for me like i I mean i do want to act and get on tv but i would rather be a much better and stronger comedian and it's still opportunities there too though you know
2: Weren't you on that uh, one mic stand? Was that the Was that a show or something? I heard your name mentioned with that. Yeah, what, that was a TV show, I think, that, VH1 or somebody had they was doing.
0: Yeah, that and I did this. Uh, I did <clears throat> my first TV credit, man. Interestingly enough, was uh, the guy who his name was Bob Sumner. He was the talent coordinator for Def Comedy Jam. So this is the guy who responsible for all of the comics that we know for their careers, mm-hmm. right? So he did this thing in LA in 2013 called. What was it? Uh, It's called We Got Next, right? Mm -hmm. So it was at this theater uh, in um, in L.A. Theater holds like 400 people. So we taped Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Everything in me is telling me go on Wednesday, right? But I'm thinking about my job. I'm like, because they was like, we want you to come a day early. So I was like, cool, I'm going to fly out Sunday, tape on Monday, come back on Tuesday. Dude, listen. Uh Uh-oh. It's literally fifty people in a theater that holds four hundred, man. So my first TV credit, the crowd was dry. They had to fill it with like just laughs because the people that was there, and I mean like if, if they did a live comedy taping here in Dayton, it would be deep because that's not stuff that we have. Right. right. But to have a live taping in LA, it's nothing. It's nothing. They do that every day, you right. know. Um, but I heard Wednesday was dope because. I don't know, but I think it was just because in my heart I was like, dude, you should go on Wednesday because I think at Wednesday they would have worked out all of the kinks. And then if they saw that Monday wasn't good, they could just send out mass emails and just get seat fillers, basically. Man, listen, when I tell you they should have some seat fillers, (laughs) man, I was salty, dude. I really was. So, yeah, my first TV experience was
1: Mites (laughs) Manos. You ever worked at Chitlin Circuit?
0: Yeah, yeah, I have. I, I have, man. But you know what, though? The Chitlin Circle, I feel like, man, you got to make your people laugh first, though. You know, yeah. I feel like you definitely have to secure the support of your people first. And uh, and it just makes you a stronger artist. Yeah, I definitely have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the white people wasn't messing with me, I was definitely on the Chitlin <laughs> I was definitely on the Chitlin <laughs> Circle. But I think you got to do both, though. You got to keep one. In my opinion, until you blow, you should keep one foot in both Because you could work these mainstream clubs and get soft a little bit, but you got to come back, do the hood spots a little bit and, you know, just to keep that edge. Right. Because the pace and the cadence of comedy clubs is different than like urban. When you're doing urban, it got to be bam, 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 bam. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the cadence of comedy clubs, you could take your time. And relax So for me It's been times When I've done Hood spots It may take me Like five minutes To make that switch You know Like oh okay Bam I need to You know Pick it up Yeah,
1: yeah. Who do you think Is funny Me No, I'm just
0: playing um, <laughs> Man I, you know what dude I'm like Dave Chappelle That's that's my guy man Dave Chappelle He can't do no wrong to me. He can kill somebody Like Dave didn't do it <laughs> Yeah I think Dave is the uh, Chris Rock um, Dave Chris Rock Uh, Louis CK I think he's funny Um, and then after that man it's like I mess with a whole lot of underground comics people that you've like never heard of but they are hilarious yeah one
2: of my favorite comics I don't even know why I just think he's hilarious is Bill Burr dude I love Bill Burr yeah he's He's hilarious to me, and like it's almost like no matter what the topic is, whether it's right, wrong, whatever, it's funny to me because it's Bill Burr. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Bill going like them
0: five minute, five to ten minute rants. Like, did you see him when he came to the shoot Center last yeah, year? Yeah, dude, oh, when he did the joke about terrorists? No, 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 not terrorists, but uh, uh, global uh, population control. You remember that? The mm. man, he had this whole rant about. The reason, oh, the, uh, <laughs> the reason why they make us go through like the the joint at the airport is to just to keep exposing us to radiation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, it was hilarious, yeah. dude. Yeah, Bill Burr's
2: funny, man. Yeah, I have. I'm on. I actually, listen to his pod too. His pod's pretty good. Okay. So, yeah, man. What about you? Who, who makes it? Man,
1: you? I am. I'm a big Tony Rock fan. Mm-hmm. I liked Tony before I even got to know him through you. Uh, I think Michael Blackson's hilarious. I know a yeah. lot of people don't like, man, all you doing is like the same stuff. I just think the shit is still funny. Yeah. Um, a person that I think is, here comes the hate, overrated <laughs> as a comic is Kevin Hart. I think Kevin Hart is funny. I think he's like almost what makes him so relatable and makes people like him so much is because he seems like the everyday part are you about to put me on the gram hey nah, you don't uh, right like, look at this nigga shut right. shut so, so down your whole operation but uh i just think like what makes him funny to people mm-hmm. is his everyday vibe like yeah. he's an everyday person but like i've seen him so many times on when he before he really blew up mm-hmm. i just think like i always it's, it's a chuckle it's not a oh my god right i am in tears <laughs> i i just I just don't. I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, call me a hater. I guess.
2: <laughs> now, I think I think Kevin's really good at storytelling. I think his storytelling comedy is what I like about his stand up. I like. I'm a big Chappelle fan. Of course, I like Tony Roberts. He's a funny comedian. Yeah, I'm working with him next month in Cleveland yeah. at the Improv. I like him. He's mm-hmm. really dope. And uh, who else do I like? Um, what's the uh, D. Ray Davis? Oh yeah, I, I think D. Ray's. Pretty hey, funny. listen.
0: Man, the way D Ray be hustling in these clubs is <laughs> listen. So I follow him on Instagram. He will do like nine shows in a weekend. Mm-hmm. They'll do two on Sunday. They'll do a Man, he did one club. They did a 4:30 show. Who wanna laugh at 4:30 on Sunday? <laughs> but he getting it though. Yeah. But you know what, dude? I was talking to some comics from Montreal and I'm gonna tell you this is what I'm gonna do, man. But this is that hustle that Kevin Hart has. So, it's a comedian named Joe Coy, right? So I know Yeah I know Okay Mm -hmm. And this guy was telling me about what he did So he Took a dude from YouTube And was like how much are they paying you He was like okay cool I'll give you $60,000 a year Just to make my YouTube videos blow And I was like man I'm not gonna say that's ingenious (laughs) But it really is though Because I mean like People that are not on like the Kevin Hart's or the Steve Harvey level that has like, let's say, I mean, just millions of dollars of disposable income. Like, right. people that's just, you working and you got to, you making a decent amount of money. Who has that much money to invest? $60,000 back into their craft. Listen, I don't have 60, but I'm going to find somebody that know how to work them analytics. Yeah. And, um, and and do I'm looking for if you out there, yeah. <laughs> hit me up.
1: <laughs> Facebook. Oh, you know who else I think is funny? I think Marlon Wayne's is hilarious.
0: I've never heard him.
1: He I I I, I saw him and Sean together. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the show was great, but when I saw Marlon by himself, mm-hmm. I thought it was damn good. Okay. It was a good show, and uh, um, he always has uh his guy Sydney with him, who's a funny dude. Yeah, I know Sydney. So, yeah, yeah like funny. uh, it's a lot of good comics out there, man. Man. Yeah, very dope, man. Very dope. That good enough for you? Yeah, that's good, we good enough, We yeah, got yeah. that extra twenty minutes. Yeah, in? yeah, we good. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> we appreciate you following through with more time on the gram and the snap and uh, comic merch. mark.
0: Yeah, comic mark Greg, man. Comic mark Greg, C O M I C M A R K G R E G. And yeah. that is it. And ComicMarkGreg.com for the merch.
1: Ooh. Thank you
0: for visiting You can't
1: uh, make yeah. this a podcast, brother Absolutely DJ Killer Kev That's another one in the books Yeah, man We're rolling Officially in the books now Yeah, we're rolling <laughs> We're
2: rolling, man Shout out to Jim City Pod
1: DeMarco always holding it down Bars, Bars and beyond. beyond Yeah, man Kev Nash Killer Kev We out yep. Hold on We have more <laughs> <laughs> We have more Wait, wait We're not <laughs> even gonna re-edit that You said something? Yeah, man Uh
0: so, so you know the movie Get Out came out, right? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Listen, when I take my feet up for this one, is this <laughs> gonna be good. <laughs> I, I've been on edge ever since I watched that movie. I ain't even making eye contact with white women, y'all. <laughs> I'm too scared to end up in the sunken place. <laughs> so it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna get me. So man, I'm whi- I'm I'm working the Albany Funny Bone, and all four days it's majority white people there, right? So this white girl, the white lady, came up to me. and like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. So she leans in try to kiss me on my lips i see the trajectory of her lips and her body <laughs> positioning so i like turn let her hit my cheek bam then at the end of the conversation she does it again man <laughs> and i like i saw in her eyeballs i saw entrapment <laughs> oppression Ding! jail time duct tape I, yeah duct tape i saw all that <laughs> then that was saturday friday night no lie this one couple the lady's a little buzzing And her husband's a little buzzing, too. He gives me a card. He was like, hey, man, I'm going to have you come perform for my group. His card, no exaggeration, said American Sniper Society. (laughs) Dude was a sniper in the Marines, and he trained snipers. But guess what his wife said? Would you like to come home with me and my husband? (laughs) I'm like... Your husband, shit up, man. Your husband just told me I was a sniper. I <laughs> right. mean, he, you know what I mean. Right. He was. A, why would I want to go home practice. with
2: you? Yes. Right. right, man. Let's so put him three hundred yards out. Right. <laughs> here, let me bust his old lady down, and then
0: he will go America sniper. Right. On me. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. But this, my T-shirt can go home with you. That can go home. Right. I'm not about
2: to get
0: caught up with you, Miss Lily. So, what is
2: that like for a comedian, man? Of say the city when it's you get a lot of that.
0: You do, uh, you man. It's a, it's uh It feels good when you attracted to me, <laughs> right? But when it's a booger wolf you like why? Why do you like me? I've, I've been making eye contact with this bad bra all night, right. and she in her phone, but you <laughs> in your wheelchair think I'm attracted to you? Go on, yeah. but nah, it really is like it, it, it's honestly, man. It's a dangerous game. You know what I mean? Because comedy opens people up like yeah. no other, right? And most women want a dude that can make them laugh, man. Yeah. And man, if you can, if you get caught up in that, <laughs> look, I need some cootie cat every city. You'll be waking up and you'll be like, "Why is there a burning sensation <laughs> coming from one of my organs?" But yeah, nah, it, it it really can But some dudes, it's like crack, man. They yeah. like man. I'm in town I, Why not I, I, I'm in town And one of my dudes Oh this guy's a hound bro He can't even Have a, a Regular conversation With a chick Without Shooting his shot I'm like Hey pimp man You You gotta rest that Every once in a while right. <laughs> Do every other Other city you the, oh, the Every Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday Yeah man Oh
1: man well yeah man I'm we like, appreciate
0: you, you ain't heard Magic Johnson's story? <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Not a once <laughs> yeah, yeah. you need to watch 30 for 30 the announcement.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. All right, now we're officially done. Oh man, had to get that in. He said, get out, sunken place
2: <laughs> Woo, Killer Care,
1: that's fifty of them. Man. Yeah, man,
2: you can not make this a podcast. Yep. <laughs>